I am here with Bert Oliva. My name is Ari Gronich, and we are talking about pivoting and making the most of your life during this COVID era. Uh, Bert Oliva is a good friend of mine. He's a leadership and behavior expert for over 20 plus years. He's been on stages with thousands and thousands of people, uh, runs with his wife a nonprofit that helps with um, uh, human trafficking, and he is also a social media expert. So we're going to be discussing the pivot. What are you going to do in order to make the COVID era the best year yet? So Bert, can you tell them a little bit about your background and why you're talking to them? Well, number one, I'm talking to them because of you. <laughs> well, because you asked me to come in here and I said, sure, let's do this. One, that's a good example of collaboration. It's time to collaborate. But before I go into um, giving you guys some of um, ideas and things that you should be doing, let me go ahead. I've been doing seminars for over 26 years all over the world um, when it comes to leadership and human behavior. That's my main focus. However, we have been doing social media uh, for quite a bit of time now. And it really, we tie it in a little different because we actually apply leadership skills and human behavior within social media. I think it's really important that right now, a lot of people reach out, reach out and collaborate with other, other creators, even, in, even people in your own industry. Forget about competition. There's a thing called co-opetition, working together. And this is a time that people, those that work together with other people and collaborate are the ones that are going to succeed. Absolutely. So how can, how can somebody, um, you know, dismiss the fear and start living the passionate life that they really want during this particular time? Because a lot of people are out of work, not going to be able to go back to the same job that they've had, not going to be able to go back to the same work that they've done, but they may be passionate about something. They may have a hobby that they're really interested in and they wanna get started on creating that life now versus in 10 or 20 years when they may retire, right? So- It's, it's really simple though, really simple, right? This is the recipe. Stop consuming social media and start creating. <laughs> Because everyone's on social media, the problem is that most people are just consuming information. That will bring in fear. That'll bring in doubt. But you have all these fabulous ideas and things that you know that people want to hear or people want to get into um, your product or service, whatever the case is. You have all these great ideas, but you're spending so much time in consuming information and not creating that all you have is a dream. You know, the best dream happens when a person takes action but not just consuming information so you want to go ahead and get away from fear you know make sure you schedule your time for that fear right like i tell people go ahead and say okay i'm going to go ahead and wake up in the morning and look and see what's going on you know with the coronavirus and all this stuff let's go ahead and see what's going on but only for like 30 minutes turn it off don't look at it again till the end of the day and go into creating your, your best life. Go into creating all these great ideas and make them actually really come alive. Not in here, but actually like what you're doing right now. At the end of the day, consume enough information to be in the know and then stop it and move on with your day or your life and make things happen. 
All right. So if somebody was like, say, passionate uh, about some hobby, right? And they wanted to get started now because they're out of business, what would be some of the first steps to doing that? So, okay. I don't know about hobbies, but the thing, what I'm saying is this, look, go, why don't you do an inventory? Inventory. The money in your business, what is it in my business that I can start doing online? Because whether you're online or not, or you're earning money online or not, is inevitable. You need to do it because it's the new norm, right? Everyone's got online. The only thing this coronavirus has done when it comes to social media or, or digital platform, or, um, like what we're doing right now, is pushed us five years ahead of time. We were going to be there eventually. But now we were forced to be here. So start thinking, what is it that I have in all this knowledge, all these years of experience like yourself, you know, you're one of the best and, and may, for lack of better words for me, but probably you're the best chiropractor I've ever had in my life. You know, in two seconds, you did this one thing that even my, from my toes all the way to my last hair on the top, snap, right? However, at the end of the day, how can you put that online? What is it that I can give out there, give value? And also remember this, don't go thinking about what product or service I can sell online because that you're going to fail immediately. Go out there and say, what value can I give? Value driven. The more value you give, what happens is this. When you give people a ton of value, they don't want to buy your product or service. They want to buy access to you. And once you've done that in your mind and you figured that out, that's when you become successful. So what I'm hearing is you say, express your passion and be consistent about how you do that. And then that builds followers, collaborators, partners. And, and find your vehicle. Add that, to add to that, you need to find a vehicle. What's your vehicle? What's your vehicle of choice, right? Like a lot of people will go ahead and buy the latest iPhone. And, you know, it's supposed to be a smartphone. Phone is only a person that has it. So at the end of the day, you have an iPhone, they spend $1,200, $1,500 for the phone, and they only use it to look at their social media and maybe do some texting. Why buy that phone? When I know people that I know that are creators and they do it with a phone that costs them $300. They don't have the same video quality, but you know what? At least they're doing it. Six months later, they don't buy the latest phone. They don't have camera equipment. They evolve because they were doing it. You can only learn by doing things. Right. That right? is like me with, with digital technology and social media. I've been, I've watched videos on how to build a website. I've, you know, watched marketing. I've, I've taken classes. I've been in seminars on marketing and, and so on. And I know the theories, I know the concepts, but when I actually get down to the doing of it, it, it takes me, a hundred hours to do what somebody else can do in one. And That's fine. That's fine. But look, how many shows have you done so far? I've done about five or six of these shows. So you've done six of them, right? Yeah. Now remember, you have all this knowledge. You're starting to take action on the knowledge. Be honest with me. Is this the easiest one you've ever done out of the first six? Um, it's not easy, but it's easier. Yeah. I mean, that's what I said. It's easier than the first one you did. Well, right. imagine after you've done 60 shows. And that's meant, 
and emotionally easy. It's also muscle memory. Now you know how to turn on the camera. Now you know where the lighting has to be. Now you know if the microphone is working. Now you know how to go live on Facebook, right? So now imagine, imagine when you've done 150 shows and now you have 100,000 followers. People will come to you and say, Ari, you know what? You're so lucky. You work, you studied, you put all the information in your mind, and now you decided to take action. Right. That's how you think. So during that ramp up, the emotional, um, the emotional is what really tends to stop people. I know that that stopped me a lot. I grew up in Hollywood and uh, never liked myself on camera, never let anybody take pictures of me. Uh, I've recently lost 140 pounds. I feel a little bit of bet a little bit better now, but I still look at myself and go, hmm, you know, this uh, maybe I should grow a beard like that to cover up the the double chin or you, you, know. you can't see my double chin. <laughs> so you know, the emotional side of starting something new. Let's address some of that. Got it. Um, Emotion creation. Emotion creates emotion, right? So at the end of the day, part of the reason that the emotion starts affecting you is because you're not moving around. You're sitting still. As soon as you move around, and you know this because you've taught me some of this stuff. My back hurts. You know, I'm every day, Bert. Why don't you start this <laughs> instead of this? You know, you, if you move in a different direction and you focus in a different direction, you will feel different. You know, like, what's your, your cycle in the morning? What cycle do you have? Right? What ritual? You know, what routine? Oh, I used to have a routine. I used to wake up at 6 in the morning and then get prepared, brush my teeth, go ahead, go to the gym, work out for two hours. Okay, so you're telling me that the pandemic changed the routine? Or you've allowed it to change your routine? Well, that's your first mistake. I still wake up at 6 in the morning. I still work out. I don't go to the gym. I've created a makeshift gym in the backyard to at least get my mind thinking that I'm still where I was. I'm still following my goal. I'm still focused. Most people have allowed this thing to happen and they're like, you know what? It's just going to take me one day. I'll just go ahead and take two days off, three days off. Now, what happened to their, their routine? They wake up at 10 in the morning, at 11 in the morning. When you wake up at 11 in the morning, you now feel like crap just because you know you used to wake up at six. You're not working out. So now you're like, okay, I'm gaining a little more weight. You know, now you get the press. It starts working against you. You know, motion creates emotion. Move. There's a thing in Spanish. <laughs> if you like beans, they're called Goya beans. You know, Goya means get off your assets and move. Create a move, right? Don't wait for it to happen. So why don't you talk a little bit about how make it happen got established in 1994. What was the pivot that you were doing when you decided to make it happen? And how is that you know, similar to what somebody can do now? Well, we're all the same. Nothing, nothing that we've learned from the, the masters of self-help, which to me, they were Dale Carnegie, Napoleon Hill, um, uh, Norman Vincent Peale. Those were the guys that really created this whole mindset for me. That's what I've learned for years. And those are the guys I used to study. And I remember um, I used to work for Xerox Corporation. And Xerox Corporation, they taught us how to become the best salespeople in the world. 
you know, we used to go up to Leesburg, Virginia, where they had, um, I would call it a compound, but it was really like uh, their, their college, right? So you'd walk in and you would go ahead and take a course. They would actually keep you there for a week or over a weekend. And you would do the course. You could not, you were not allowed to leave the campus. And if it was raining or snowing, it didn't matter because from your dorm, the only way you can get knowledge, I mean, the only way you, um, even if it was raining, from the dorm, they had underground tunnels to actually to the classrooms. So they said, you have to be there at seven in the morning. If you weren't there, they would lock the door and you would miss that session. So I learned a lot and I got turned on by back in the day. I remember seeing Zig Ziglar and Jim Rohn and, and you know, all these greats, Brian Tracy. And I'm like, man, I would love to do this one day. You know, I want to I wanna be able to do this. And I remember um, Les Brown. And, and one thing I learned from was, you know, every time people would do the same thing, I would leave the place and then um, I would always ask myself, how? Well, he always, he told me, Bert, how is none of your business? That's what holds you back. So I started saying, well, you know what? Back in the day, there was only two markets for motivational seminars or, or empowerment. It was Anglo whites and black Americans. You know, you had T.D. Jakes, you had Les Brown, you had Tony Robbins, Jim Rohn. There was no space for a Latino guy called Bert Oliva. I said, perfect. And that's where it all started happening. That's good. That's kind of what I've been telling you to do anyway. <laughs> I guess the pandemic heard you and they said, hey, let's go ahead and stop Bert. Yes. yes. Um, you know, Jim Rohn had a, had a saying, and I don't know if it was his saying or somebody else's, but it's something that I remember a lot when I'm in the middle of a reaction. And the saying is, don't wish it were easy, wish you were better. And that has stuck with me. I've kind of watched that video where he says that like 30 or 40 times because it's something I, for me, I need to remember, you know, I, I always want things to be easy. Most people want things to be easy, but the, that saying, don't wish it were easy, wish you were better has sparked that wish and that will for me to become active, to become movement, to, to do, take action, like you've said, and create what I want to create. Because in my world, you know, a bully is only a bully because of the silence of others. So we need to get loud. We need to get active. We need to activate ourselves and those around us that believe in the same things that we want, that we believe in so that we can shut down the bullies, right? So, or change the system. My other great favorite saying is we made this shit up. We can make it up differently. How do we want to make it up? <laughs> and let's start doing the things that it's going to take to get there. So it sounds like in 1994, you had a similar kind of realization that what you say, what you think is going to affect how your day is going to go. So if you're going to be in charge of how your life happens, you've got to be the one to make it happen. Right. The choices are there. You can either become a victim of life or a victor. Every single day. Every time you wake up and walk out that door, you have choices. Even when you wake up, what's the first thought process that comes into your mind? Once it comes into your mind, shift it. It's not something you want to be thinking about, right? Because think about this. When, when people get into self-help, this is not a, um, a sprint. This is a marathon. You have to work it. 
What's the difference with, 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 with a person that's just got into self-help and a person that's been doing it for 20, 30 years? Pretty much their thought process, their belief system, all these things. However, do they get upset? Yes. Do they get depressed? Of course. We're all human. It just doesn't last that long, right? A person that doesn't have the tools will be depressed for a year, a month, a week for something really dumb. A person that's been working on themselves, their mindset, their body, their eating habits, they get upset. What would last a year for that person may last two hours for this person, 30 minutes. They, stay, they change their state. They collapse certain anchors. Why? They've studied it. So what it is, is you start getting better and better. And that's when luck comes in, right? Being in the right place at the right time. But being in the right place at the right time and not having the right tools, you're back to not being lucky. That's why you got to work on yourself. This is why you said in the beginning of the show, I've been studying social media and, and digital um, programs and all this stuff for years or for a long time. You know, I didn't even think you said for a long time. Well, guess what? That's why it's become easier to you. Even though you may think it's difficult compared to someone like us that we have a whole team that does it, that's fine. But I guarantee you there's a ton of other people that can't even get the software installed, right? So you're that far ahead. That's what you got to look at. It. And be happy that you did. Celebrate. Celebrate everything that you do. Reward yourself by saying, you know what, after this interview, not before the interview, right? And that's another thing. People reward themselves way too soon. Celebrate yourself. I'm going to celebrate for you that you've done six already. I want to, I want to come back on your maybe, you know, 25th. Oh, actually, 21. Because I love the number 21, 21 days of change. When you're ready for 21, I want to come back and look at the difference that you've created in just a few sessions or a few shows. And this is a really great time to reinvent yourself and to start living your passion. You know, that, that pivot that I talk about, and we're kind of coming to, towards the end of our call, so I want to kind of bring us back to that pivot. This is a really good time to create what you're passionate about and to pivot yourself into a new place with new life and vitality. You know, for me, I've, I've been a therapist and a trainer for 25 years. I've, I've worked on some of the most elite athletes on the, in the planet and uh, actors, actresses, you know, in Hollywood. And I've been pivoting for the last year and a half towards more education. I've authored a couple books and, and courses and, uh, and been doing more consulting work and speaking. That's been my pivot. But this particular time has been a great time for me to refocus on that and start putting out in the world who I am and what I want to, what I want to do. And so you know, for, for, our, the, for the audience, you know, how can they do that in a effective, uh, you know, a, at least it's going to be frustrating at times because they're doing something new and different. But if they have that vitality and interest, right? And so you've talked about state changes, so how does somebody go when they're frustrated in the process of doing this pivot? 
how do they state change when they have never heard that term before? Yeah, well, that, that, that's, that's, that would take another interview. <laughs> There's a process there. I mean, we can't talk about it in 10 minutes, because I got to go. But what I, what I do, you just said something change in our life they're, they're doing their pivoting point right this is the moment you know or calling turning point whatever you want to call it but at the end of the day this is when you create the shift why would you get depressed and disappointed why not think about being excited think about when you first drove your first car for those people that drive cars the first time you drove your car your parents were probably telling you or whoever was your caretaker was like oh my god make sure you put the foot on the brake make sure you did this and you're like i got this i got this you're all excited this is the same thing wake up excited there's going to be some obstacles. There are going to be some fender benders. There's going to be some things that you're going to just, I didn't know there was a stop sign there, and I'll figure it out as I go. But at the end of the day, it's exciting. Wake up with that excitement. And then even though those obstacles happen, cool. Like I tell my children, and I've told a lot of people, become a straight up student. Fail fast forward, and then you'll figure it out. <laughs> right make sure you move on and les brown taught me years ago he said bert you're gonna fall down and when you fall make sure you land on your back because if you can look up you can get up <laughs> so, so just keep those things in mind so before i go a couple of things i want to say number one if you want to go to my free uh webinar all you have to do is direct message me on your preferred social media bert oliva direct message me and, and we'll send you a link so you can actually choose the date and it's absolutely free. And then Ari, thank you so much. You know, I love you, brother. Um, thank you for the opportunity and hopefully looking forward to your 21st show where I'm going to be there again. <laughs> and I just want to leave you guys. My name is Bert Oliva, Cuban born, American made. Remember to live life and don't let life live you. I will see you guys real soon. Thank you, Ari.